on today's episode of the Yoga 360 Podcast. Squeeze your inner thighs, outer hips, pull your abdominals in and up, puff up in between your shoulders, and make sure you have our long, straight spine. No butt sticking up to the ceiling, no belly sinking down, everything in one line. This is the Yoga 360 Podcast, bringing you knowledge, inspiration, and resources to help you better connect with our community and live your best life. Featuring real stories from real people having fun conversations from the heart. If you enjoy the benefits of yoga, value your health and well-being, and enjoy connecting with others, you are in the right place. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Yoga 360 Podcast. I'm Steve Cotton. I'm Karen Eaney. Tonight is going to be another short posture-based episode, and tonight we're going to be talking about plank. Yeah, so we have Candace joining us via Zoom to chat all things plank. Hi, Candace. Hello, hello. <laughs> yeah, so we really want to dive into the plank and get the nitty-gritty details and hear, you know, what it does for us, all that good stuff. So let's pretend we're in a pyro class and we're in cat-cow. What do you say to get us into a plank? Thanks, Karen. You're welcome. <laughs> Shoulders over your wrists. Step your right leg back, left leg back. Bring your feet together, toes and heels touching each other. Um, if you need a little bit more stability, open up your feet a little bit wider. Squeeze your inner thighs, outer hips. Pull your abdominals in and up. Puff up in between your shoulders and make sure you have our long, straight spine. No butt sticking up to the ceiling, no belly sinking down, everything in one line. That is some direct cueing. Look at all that direct language. I love it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So what is this pose targeting? It's targeting your entire powerhouse and your glutes. Actually, your whole entire body is working here as well. (laughs) Can you clarify what the powerhouse is? Uh, The powerhouse is the area from um, the bottom of your ribs all the way to the bottom of your pelvis. So all the muscles surrounding that area would be part of your powerhouse. So your your abdominals, your um, diaphragm, rotators, uh, QL, pelvic floor, Mm. and uh, yeah, like those areas. So when someone's (laughs) saying your core, would this be the same area? Um, Your core usually, uh, I would say like would be your, like, you know, your abdominal muscles, like uh, external, internal, obliques, transverse, um, rectus abdominis. I'd say that whole uh, surrounding area would be your core. So powerhouse is a little bit more than that. And it sounds like that's a lot of stuff super critical for um, standing and walking and sitting and posture and safety in other postures. So really, it's a wonderful foundational pose. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like your your powerhouse is like pretty much like, you know, um, the foundations of all for all your movements, right? It starts from your powerhouse. If you have a strong core powerhouse, then um, you're going to be able to move a lot better. Awesome. Any contraindications or reasons not to do this pose? Um, sometimes if people have like, you know, shoulder injuries, for example, then it might be challenging for them to do it. They can always uh, modify by using a wall or dropping their knees to the ground, for example. If they have back issues as well or back injuries, they can also um, use the wall or drop down onto your knees and modify the pose. And okay. how would they use the wall to modify? Um, you would just walk yourself against the wall and do the exact same pose uh, in a diagonal. Mm-hmm. And then that way there's going to be a lot less pressure on their shoulders or their back. Okay, so, so like on an incline? An incline, yeah. Like having your feet back from the wall and kind of leaning into it? Exactly. So you're okay. doing the plank on the wall. Yeah, like, yeah. 
She's yeah, making no, a gesture. She's making, making a diagonal a line with her hands. <laughs> yeah. Do this yeah. too. An, an exact 45 degree angle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you pretty much walk your feet away until it feels comfortable um, away from the wall and uh, you have a straight spine and straight legs. Okay. Awesome. So any common mistakes that you usually see? people doing this? Um, there's actually a lot of common <laughs> in this in this pose. Uh, yeah. it and were you looking at me when you saw these? You have the perfect plank, Stephen. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. You're so she was kind. looking at me. <laughs> um, uh, one common mistake I would say is that people have a tendency for the butt to stick up towards the ceiling. And so they need and Usually when they, when that happens is because they're looking straight down to the floor and when that, that the butt will stick up when they look down. So usually we tell them to look forward so that the butt comes down as well. Uh, shoulders sinking down as well is another thing that we see often. So we want them to puff up in between your shoulders to create that rounding sensation so that they have more of a straight spine. Um, another thing that we see is shoulders will be behind um, the wrists or uh, behind the elbows if doing a, if they're doing a forearm plank mm-hmm. and so it's not stack so you always want to have the stack shoulders over over wrists or like directly over, over your wrists sorry direct directly over the directly wrists. and is that more of a safety thing or is that more of a um, that's how to get the most bang for your back and the most strengthening in the posture as if you if you stack your joints it's a lot easier mm-hmm. and safer Awesome. And less effort, right? Because um, if everything stack is just, you don't have to work as hard, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, what else do I usually see? Uh, yeah, just your eyes, like, you know, dropping your head down or looking too high up. And then that when you, when people look up, then it arches the spine and it creates more like a cobra type of look versus um, everything straight. So um, you want to look just like, you know, three or four feet ahead of you, keep your eyes neutral, keep your spine neutral and push down into the floor, spread your fingers so that it takes weight away from the wrist as well. Press your heels back and squeeze everything towards the midline of your body. Okay. In that looking forward, would bringing your chin forward be, uh, be too much? Um, slightly forward. You don't want it to be like, you don't want it to be lifted so that you're not looking up to the ceiling, but you're just slightly okay. forward. Yeah. So everything is straight because flat spine involves the back of your neck as well. I think that, I yeah. think people forget this. Yeah. And you also called out, um, your heels back. So you, your heels, where should your heels be in relation to your toes? Over your toes, 12 o'clock. Right. And I think I notice when I'm in class, people's heels tend to creep forward five or six inches ahead of their toes. Um, so they really need to drive them towards the back of their mat and stack them over their toes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like press the heels back. So um, oftentimes as well, people are just not engaging um, abs and glutes enough. Mm. So this one, like, you know, that's the main thing that you want to engage your abdominals and your glutes. If you have everything drawing in towards the midline of your body, then um, everything will feel a lot lighter mm-hmm. um, as well. Awesome. Any variations for this pose? Forearm plank is a, a variation of this pose where your forearms are on the ground, your shoulders over top of your elbows. Um, with that, you can have your fingers interlaced, you can have loose fists, or your palms can be flat on the ground. And the same setup. There's also side plank where you're facing, you're turning your body over to the right or to the left side. Uh, again, shoulders over elbows, and then you reach your other arm up, and then your arm is in one line, shoulders in line, hips in line, feet in line. 
feet together, ankle bones together. (laughs) (laughs) And that one, I'll speak for myself, that one can absolutely be modified by bringing the sole of the foot of your top leg forward in front of your bottom knee. Um, That's a really good modification, I find, uh, if uh, side plank is not quite accessible to you yet. Exactly. You can do that. Um, you can also have your top foot in front of your bottom foot and flex both of your feet towards your face. Mm-hmm. And still, if um, it's a shoulder issue and you cannot have your elbows down onto the floor, you can do jackknife. So with jackknife, um, your forearm will be on the ground, your butt on the ground. You can bend your knees and then uh, your elbow will go towards your knee and you do it's more like an ab work. Mm-hmm. And I think we'll add a video of that to the show notes just to make it real, really clear. Because that one's hard to describe if you're not in class doing it, I think. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know I've done it. I'm just trying to. I, I'm having some PTSD flashbacks. Trying to picture it in my mind. <laughs> should, I, should, should I cue it like I would in Pyro? Sure. How do you teach, how do you teach yes. a jackknife and, and for the left side? Yeah. <laughs> for, for the left side. So lower your left elbow onto the ground. <laughs> I'm actually going to do this. Yeah. Yeah. You, can't, you can't see the video, but she's actually doing it right now. Roll to the, roll to the, uh, roll the outer edge, uh, the inner edge of your left glutes. Bend your knees in towards your chest. Bring your right hand gently behind your ears bring your elbow in towards your knee as you inhale extend your arm and your leg away from each other as you exhale bring your elbow in towards your knee and extend and then in beautiful so that's the can you picture it now maybe not <laughs> <laughs> maybe my cueing is not as clear as i think your, cle- your cueing was clear <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. and you mentioned earlier um shoulder injuries definitely uh uh, people s- seem to have a uh, problem with this one. And I can attest to that because this is one of the hardest postures for me to do uh-huh. consistently. And a, a big reason why I didn't like doing a lot of pyro because there were uh, there was a lot of planks performed in, in that sequence and quite early in the class too. So it would affect my performance for the rest of the class. So uh, what would you say to somebody who, who has shoulder injuries like that? If you are feeling that it's too, too much, like, you know, if you can't, if the modifications don't work, then you can do teaser or hundreds. So that would be kind of like a high boat or low boat um, type of movement. Then that weight is completely off your shoulders. So um, usually I tell you to like modify, like, you know, on the wall or like, you know, lowering your knee or your um, elbows onto the ground first. Um, and if still that doesn't work, then um, the teaser modification where you're sitting on your sit bones, you're in a V shape would be a good option because you're still targeting the same areas. It's just like there won't be any arms and legs with that one. Uh, well, it's the legs, but like, not, 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 not so intense. So, and then the, the low boat or the hundred movement is also another option um, instead of the, of the planking. Yeah, and I know there's a suggestion you often offer if people have wrist issues. What would that be for a plank? For for wrist issues? Yeah. I would say, like, you can either, like, go onto your forearms, and mm-hmm. then there will be so much on your wrist, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you can also elevate your wrist. There's these, like, little pads, like knee pads or um, cushioning, or you can mm-hmm. roll up your yoga mat. Mm-hmm. So when you elevate your wrist, sometimes um, it elevates a lot of the pain. Wall, again, like the wall is always a good friend because there's just a lot less pressure if you are using the wall. Yeah, and again, like teasers and hundreds are always an option when you don't want to use your wrist at all. Awesome. Yeah, so that's, that's side plank and a bunch of modifications. And any other sort of plank variations that you see? Uh, there's also reverse plank. So how would you teach reverse plank in a pyro class? 
So reverse plank, uh, you're going to have your hands underneath your shoulders, fingers the, facing the same way as your toes. Um, you can start with bent knees and do reverse bridge. And then you can extend your legs to straight. So you're doing pretty much plank, but you're facing the ceiling. Yeah. And, and, to the ground. and what are some of the common pitfalls you see when people are doing reverse plank? What do you want people to keep in mind for that variation? You got to make sure that you're squeezing your glutes, that everything is still in line. Oftentimes, um, people think of the reverse plank. It's a little bit different in the Pyro Pilates class versus in a yoga class. Mm-hmm. In a yoga class, usually you would drop your head back and you look behind you. In a Pilates class, you want to keep a straight spine. So um, chin away from your chest, three to four inch gap, and you're looking towards the ceiling uh, versus in yoga you would drop your head back Mm -hmm. so um, a slightly different thing Um, so always uh, draw the tips of your shoulders closer spread again your fingers and press down onto the floor so there's less weight on your wrist and squeeze your glute muscles um, inner thighs outer hips squeeze into the center line again and then press your toes down to the ground Awesome. To modify that, you can just stay in reverse bridge. So um, if you find that you're sinking and you cannot lift up enough, then um, keep your knees bent and just lift your hips up towards the ceiling. Yeah. And I think we also call that reverse tabletop sometimes. Yeah. That's the option I usually find myself taking in class. (laughs) And that's okay. Any other variations that come to mind? Any other variations? I mean, there's move like in terms of moving variations i guess you would you would call like mm. mountain my, mountain climber mm-hmm. like you know really is a plank where um you're moving your legs right uh Plank jacks are also a modific- uh, an amplification i would say right in a modification plank jacks are where you're mm. um jumping your feet uh, together and then apart feet together and apart uh, mountain climber is when you're drawing your knees towards your chest all in a plank shape you're in a a running plank exactly um so that's also another plank option or variation of plank where do we Uh, see the plank shape pop up in other traditions like in vinyasa in vinyasa like chaturanga like Mm -hmm. you know before like the push-up like it's a a, you hold the plank we do planks quite a bit in vinyasa as Mm -hmm. well what other sequence do we well, in, in yin, sometimes we come out into a plank yeah. <laughs> as, as, as a, a counterpose. Right? I did it a few uh, weeks ago. I think people thought I was joking, but <laughs> <laughs> it is lovely. Yeah. It's not like a second in yin. Um, yeah. But yeah, like, you know, every time before you move into chat, usually before chaturanga, um, the, in the vinyasa sequence, you do a plank or you just go plank yeah, <laughs> as absolutely. well. Uh, again, like plank is a very foundational pose that's, um, um, super effective. It's one of the ones that I think is really good for kind of seeing your progression, like, mm. you know, over time, mm-hmm. like, um, sometimes maybe like 10 seconds is already a lot in the beginning, but then uh, maybe you can hold for like a minute after a few months, maybe two minutes, maybe five minutes. And if you don't have, if you only have five minutes in a day, and you want to do an effective move, you know, do plank. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So if you are working on your plank, make sure to connect with one of the instructors. They're always happy to help fine tune it for you to make sure that you're getting the most out of the posture that you can. And if you have any sort of postures you'd like to hear more about, let us know. We'd be happy to do a short episode for you on it. Yeah, I'll be sure to uh, include that question when I post this episode up. So uh, keep an eye out for that. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us, Candice, and for all the plank information. (laughs) I'll see you soon in a few months. All right. Thanks. Have a great night, everyone. Thanks. Have a good night. 
We are incredibly grateful to have you join us to the end of this episode. If you want to share your experience and deepen your connection with our community, we would love to have you join us as a guest. Be kind to yourself, be kind to others. See you on the map.